come closer, child. You wonder why I keep a rabbit cur in such a place of power. The mighty Kylo Ren. A cur's weakness, properly manipulated, can be a sharp tool. Take that ridiculous thing off. Closer, I said. I warned my young apprentice that as he grew stronger, his equal in the light would rise. Skywalker lives. Skywalker. <laughs> I assumed. Closer, I said. Wrongly, my worthy apprentice, son of darkness, heir apparent to Lord Vader. What? Where there was conflict, I now sense resolve. Where there was weakness, strength. Complete your training and fulfill your destiny. Points is Jason. And it's Gabe. This is the party everyone's been waiting for. We've been building up to this spectacular extravaganza. Our, our whole lives, really, <laughs> since the day we were born. Someday, son, you're going to have a Snoketoberfest party. It's your destiny. <laughs> Fulfill your destiny. It's Snoketoberfest. It is the Snoke. Toberfest episode finally call up all your friends call strangers in from off the street get pizza put on your gold robe open up all your windows turn up the stereo <laughs> shave your head sit in a big chair put on your uh your grape ring pop in case you get hungry later we're going to be going all into everything snoke we've got listener imitations it's going to be a snoke party First, there's news that we've got to go over. George Lucas is on the loose. It began with Mr. Lucas. George Lucas, writer and director of Star Wars. What happened to Darth Vader's grandchildren? They let him out. He somehow got a break from working on his museum, and he's been roaming the streets of California, giving people booze, posing for selfies. <laughs> I have one on me. Happy birthday, Jerry. I brought you this bottle of vino. Um, so, yeah, what was it? Last week, two weeks ago, whatever, John Favreau posted a photo on his birthday. George Lucas showed up. Everyone saw it. Do you think George Lucas jumped out of a cake? 
Like, that's really the ultimate birthday, right? They roll out the big cake, and George Lucas jumps out of it and gives you a bottle of wine. Surprise! (laughs) Happy birthday, Joey! Joey Forvo! Here's your wine. (laughs) It just makes me so happy every time you see these photos, or you hear about that he's visiting the set of something new Star Wars. I don't know. It's just... Because, you know, he doesn't have to. Yeah, but he can't help himself because it's his family. It makes him feel like he's at home. So I'm sure even though it's been hard to let other people play with the toys, he can't stay away. He loves it too much. Hours after the picture of Favreau and Lucas and what may or may not have been George Lucas's smartphone, which I, you know, I was as interested in that, like, because Lucas is holding the phone and the light is on on the phone. And I was like... Does George Lucas have a smartphone? He probably does. He likes technology. He's a technology guy. But for some reason, I would just imagine him having like a flip phone or something. He's like, I don't need it. Well, okay. What are the apps on George Lucas's smartphone? Is he playing Candy Crush? What's going on on there? (laughs) Maybe that's how he's shooting all his experimental films. His phone's just full of movies, tone poems. Bizarre images of street corners and stuff, yeah. But that's true. I guess I could have, I could see him not saying he doesn't need a phone because he used to say he didn't, he wasn't big on the internet, but that is when everybody just hated him all the time. So maybe it's safe for him to read the internet now because he can just laugh because everybody hates Ryan Johnson instead. (laughs) But yeah, it's exciting to see him getting into TV. Big budget TV has been his dream for a long time. So the fact that it's really happening, like that's got to be cool for him to to be there on set to see it really happening for real like i was saying then hours later there was a photo of him john favreau and filoni together the three of them which is again so cool to see well it's funny because it's almost the uh the passing of the torch to the torch since even though it's only been animated stuff i mean filoni's kind of been the new star wars guy for 10 years now and now Favreau's becoming the live-action new Star Wars guy. And that George Lucas guy has kind of been the old Star Wars guy for a while. I just imagine what the three of them were talking about, or at least Filoni and Lucas on the set. It's got to be really super cool for both Filoni and Lucas, because Lucas hired Filoni to be work on Clone Wars. And now here he is doing live-action Star Wars and... The two of them sat around in boardrooms figuring out pikes and (laughs) just craziness, sunny day in the void and stuff. And now, you know, here's Filoni doing the first episode of the Star Wars live action TV show. It's it's got to be pretty awesome. That's just a good point that that's like his little his apprentice has made it made it big and managed to do animation stuff that everyone's loved for 10 years and now moving on to the big leagues of live action stuff. So yeah, it's gotta be exciting for him to get to be there and give him a hard time. I'm sure. I don't even really like wine, but I was like, man, I want some Skywalker wine. (laughs) Well, I don't think George Lucas likes wine either. Right. He doesn't drink. At least he didn't used to. Right. So he's probably like, I got all this wine. I can't drink it. It's only Coca-Cola and Hershey bars for old George. (laughs) They don't sell wine at Sizzler or Taco Bell. Actually, they might have they might have wine at Sizzler. I don't know. Or Wendy's. Yeah. Just delicious Frosties. I bet Lucas does get a Frosty. Why would you go to Wendy's and not get a Frosty? Sometimes, you know, sometimes you just want like a Coke or something. He probably gets one for him 
and one for Melody, and then he just eats both of them. Because <laughs> she doesn't really like Frosties. Because she's busy drinking the wine. She's like, well, I'll just eat your Frosty then. Do you think, like, he tells Melody, like, on your way home, pick up Wendy's. And then she comes back, and she's like, he's like, did you get give me a Frosty? And she's like, sorry, George, the Frosty machine was broken. <laughs> I got you a water. And it really wasn't broken. Oh, okay. All right. She's trying to keep him alive forever. Can't can't falter for that. Maybe on his birthday he can have a frosty with a can with a candle in it. I want to remember on George Lucas's birthday. I want to make a trip to Wendy's in his honor. Yeah, I think that's maybe that's a new holiday. Everyone needs to go get a frosty, put a candle in it, <laughs> go to your local Wendy's and sing Happy Birthday. Wear your best flannel. It's a new tradition, kind of like Snowtoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so not everything's good on the Mandalorian set, though, right? There was some some sketchy news coming out of the set. Yeah, so yeah, so let's uh, let's talk about some fascinating news going on with the Mandalorian here. No disintegration, as you wish. And now Boba Fett, Star Wars villain, with his laser rifle. All of this because of one helmeted bounty hunter. Star Wars fans are getting a little too crazy. Last week, news came out that there was a police investigation going on into theft on the set of The Mandalorian. And people are, are freaking out, making sure that no major secrets have been compromised. That a bunch of expensive equipment went missing from the set while it was shooting at a studio in Manhattan Beach. Supposedly, the theft happened overnight when the set was dark. And what was it, like camera equipment and maybe like a hard drive or something was stolen? Yeesh. Yeah, it sounds like the big thing they're worried is there's potentially a flash drive with sensitive information on it. Probably just all pictures of the pink dinosaur. (laughs) They They don't want that getting out there. People will burst into flames before the show even comes out. My first thought was like, why isn't that stuff like kept in a safe overnight or... Wasn't this whole thing like the director and the Jedi, how like the footage was immediately digitally sent to like the editing room. So there was never like a physical copy of it anywhere. Like or like somebody drove the digital dailies or something every day. I mean, it could be as simple as just a camera on set. They were taking stills for continuity or that sort of thing. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be actual footage, but it's still if it's pictures of things on the set that they don't want people to see yet. It's still bad news for secrets. There's no secrets that gets out. Let's say you. Let's say you're the person that took this stuff. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to show it to like your two buddies or something? Because you can't. You put it on the internet. You're going to get caught. I guess. Yeah, they're just having a Mandalorian party this weekend, and then yeah, I don't know. I understand getting excited because I've been there. I've been excited. I'm still there. I'm still excited. But, yeah, breaking in and stealing stuff, is it's a little crazy. I was hoping that maybe Lucasfilm left it out as, like, a decoy. And these people take this, like, flash drive home and they put it on their computer. And it's, like, the uh, the theme park episode of the Brady Bunch. And it's just a bunch of pictures of Yogi Bear. Alice, we found Dad's sketches. Oh, good for you. Take him to the manager's office. Okay, kids, the Pony Express rides again. 
more pictures of the Pirates of the Caribbean set. I think Johnny Depp is in The Mandalorian as Jack Sparrow. Uh, I got got all the secrets on this disc. It's just uh, Fred Flintstone fighting Obi-Wan Kenobi (laughs) on Mustafar. That's how they know they got him. It's just the flash drive is just full of episodes of Hong Kong Fooey. And it's going to show up on Star Star Wars Reddit. Everybody be real chill, but we got some footage from the Mandalorian. Could be. Hong Kong Fooey, number one super guy. Jedi is here. From its Kenner brings you 65 incredible Star Wars action figures, each sold separately. And now Kenner reveals yet another. From the dark side of the Force, the Supreme Master, the Emperor, and he's yours free. Just by sending five groups of purchase from any Star Wars action figures to Return of the Jedi, Box 596, Young America, Minnesota. But hurry, this offer will end. on a string indeed, General Hux. Well done. Oh, it's still that fiery spit of hope. You have the spirit of a true Jedi. Snoketoberfest mania is gripping the nation right now. People are late for work, skipping school. There's tents up in every city with bands playing songs about Snoke. People have been tailgating, waiting for this episode to come out for two weeks. We're happy that the official Snoketoberfest episode is here. We're talking all things Snoke. He's a beautiful, big, tall, bald man in a gold robe. He's old. He's weird. He smells bad. He might smell good. Probably doesn't. He's got open sores. He's Snoke. He only has one name. It's like Beyonce. He's got gold pointy-toed shoes, white long underwear to keep his legs warm, a ridiculously long belt. He lost a lot of weight. I'm really proud of him. He has no hair, but he does have eyebrows. That's how we knew he wasn't Darth Vader, because he has eyebrows. Let's talk about Snoke. Let's talk about how Snoke mania was all the rage there for a while in 2016, 2017, and even... Before that, leading up to the release of The Force Awakens, people were starting to get Snoke mania. We knew there was like some mysterious big bad person that was like in control of the First Order, right? Like, what are your memories of that pre Force Awakens, who's Kylo Ren's master talk? Yeah, Snoke fever started well before Force Awakens came out. I want to say maybe as soon as they cast Andy Serkis. And it was like, oh, he's going to be motion capturing somebody. And then eventually we found out that he was motion capturing the supreme leader type. I just kept thinking it was going to be some crazy alien, right? Because why would you hire Andy Serkis to do a mocap stuff? Remember, too, in that very first Black Friday teaser trailer came out, the first thing you heard and before you even saw anything was Andy Serkis's Snoke's voice. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? And, like, at first I thought that was Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, because that was even a different... I mean, that's not even the final Snoke voice we got, right? That was kind of like an early attempt at a Snoke voice. I mean, that we were like, 
who's talking and who's saying there has been an awakening? The dark side. And the light. That really started the whole snowball rolling down the hill of who's talking about the force? Who are they talking to? Yeah, and that was what, the teaser was almost a year before the movie came out? Uh, over uh, A year and a month. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. So from, from then on, it was all Snoke all the time. Who is this? And before all that, there were rumors that Snoke was going to be like a giant snake man. That was like big talk for a while. There was a leaked supposedly concept art, remember, from Indie Revolver. It's still out there online. It's like a Cobra Man in a robe. Spent a lot of time looking at the Cobra Man. I still want my Cobra Man to show off. He does as somebody... And before that, there was, I think there was a picture where they, somebody just like photoshopped some scary monster man that kind of looked like a lizard. Do you remember that one too? It was, it was in the, in the wild times when there was all the just questionable concept art coming out, but there was one of like this, like, it was kind of, it looked like a Mortal Kombat character, lizard man in a hallway. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who knows? So lizard Snoke was a, was a pretty big possibility for a while there. I remember like having like a cup of coffee in the morning and like coming to grips with, well, I can deal with a lizard man. Huh? It could be cool. I don't know. So I was cool with a lizard man in like 30 seconds. <laughs> Bring on the Cobra Man. Hold, lizard man. Escape is impossible. Surrender. Well, and also for a while there, remember when they were supposedly... Like an alien race of like acrobats. <laughs> you don't remember that? And and Andy Circus was maybe gonna play the like the leader of the acrobats. Circus was gonna be a mocap character and he and he was a member of a group of unbelievably athletic and acrobatic motion capture characters. <laughs> that was before he kind of became the supreme leader. The wild times, people just Making up random stuff. There was going to be parkour people bringing the aliens to life. So we were going to get aliens doing parkour. That's one of those uh, ideas that had a zero with an H chance of happening. <laughs> There's still episode nine for acrobatic parkour aliens. Can still happen. So then Force Awakens comes out. We get our first kind of shadowy look at the giant hologram of Snoke. And the craziness really didn't stop after that. If anything, it got more insane. Because then all the ideas of from the teaser trailer of who is Snoke, why is Snoke, how does he know about the Force, what's going on, is he giant, is he tiny, is he actually a monkey, is he a puppet, what's going on? It just didn't stop. If Snoke's in the room, there's some outrageous going on. And if Snoke's being talked about, there's some outrageous being speculated. Well, it was a crazy time, too, where there were major news outlets. Like Entertainment Weekly, I think, did an article on who Snoke could be. Yeah, I think Time Magazine did, too. <laughs> Time Magazine! Rounding up crazy theories about Snoke. Because that's what people wanted to talk about. Everybody, tell me about Snoke. You got little, after Force Awakens came out, you got, like, little hints of things that 
left people down like bizarre trails, like in the art of Force Awakens book. There's quotes that J.J. wanted to base Snoke on Hammer films, horror movies, giving him the design of a ghoulish look. They made a bust out of marble powder because they talked about him being very pale. And then they were saying it's it's almost like Snoke was quite handsome when he was younger. And in their mind, the more powerful Snoke became, the more the dark side consumes him. All of that, too, just brings us to like the big, big question. Who the hell is Snoke? <laughs> like, really? I have no idea. He's not from the line of the Sith, but he is a dark side user. He really hates Luke a lot. He's very interested in the Skywalker family. It's taken a real shine to Ben Solo. Leia and Han knew who he was. I have zero problems with The Last Jedi. And I have zero problems that they didn't give Snoke backstory in the movie because I completely agree with Ryan Johnson that it would have stopped the movie dead in its tracks if suddenly he would have stood up on his throne and been like, I am Darth Plagueis, remember in Revenge of the Sith? When, and, you know, and I also created Anakin Skywalker. And therefore, you know, it would have, even though I feel like that's what some people were expecting, the backstory on how he relates, especially to Palpatine and the Emperor, one day has got to come out. Especially since they kind of started hinting at things in the aftermath books, it seemed like. And it was like, oh, this is oh, these, this is going to be about Snoke with the whole, the Empire, the remnants of the Empire ending up in the Unknown Regions and Snoke apparently being from the Unknown Regions, right? And Palpatine was hearing like an evil Wi-Fi signal from deep in space. And so he set up satellites all over the galaxy to hone in on the evil he heard from outside the galaxy and... Palpatine was using the Unknown Regions as basically like a, a storage unit for Empire stuff, which is like kind of how the First Order got all that stuff and all that. And I think that's all really cool and really fascinating. But then, well, who's Snoke? Right. Are there more Snokes? Is he like a giant Yoda where there's just Yoda and Yaddle? Is there Snokel, the Lady Snoke somewhere who will show up in just one movie and then people will pretend like she never happened? <laughs> Because I don't know, I think about it too much that as much as I'm completely happy with Snoke being dead and the story being about Kylo, I would love for other Snoke people to show up just because I'm a sucker for giant people talking to normal-sized people. Bring me a ship full of Snoke, Snokeians, wherever they're from, whatever they are. To what level will Snoke be talked about in Episode Nine? Will he even be mentioned at all? Will people be like, hey, what was up with that Snoke guy? Man, that sure was weird, wasn't it? Hux still likes Snoke. He might bring up Snoke. Kylo might say something about Snoke. Is Hux going to be more focused on capturing Rey or killing Rey? Because Hux might still think that Rey killed their supreme leader. That's true. I always like that part, too, because like Kylo wakes up and he's like, the girl killed Snoke. And it's like, dude. We know you know her name. Stop trying to be cool around Hux. <laughs> you were in the elevator and you yeah. maybe thought about kissing her. And I was like, the girl, you know? Yeah, that's true. I don't know her name. I never asked. I, I'm too busy thinking about the dark side. She was kind of ugly anyway. I'm not ready to date. I'm just more focused on the dark side and like my grandfather and all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how Snoke is addressed in the future. And I, don't, I, think, I think there's... A New York Times bestseller book just called Snoke. Here it is. It'll probably be after episode nine. 
here's the deal. And it'll be a page turner. Part of the thing I think is is fascinating with Snoke is that he's a new character. He's not Palpatine, but they kind of made him look a lot like Palpatine, <laughs> which just added to the speculation and we're wondering where he came from. Because I think if he would have just been a giant lizard man, I don't know that people would have been as concerned about his backstory. Because I don't know. It was just there's so much mystery. Why does he kind of look like Vader when he takes his helmet off? Like, why does he have a scar that looks like Vader's scar? You know, why is he a dark side guy that just wears robes and has kind of looks like a corpse and just uses force lightning? Like, it makes you think there's it needs to be tied into to the to Palpatine or something as opposed to just this other guy that showed up to kind of take control of things. The droid will soon be delivered to the resistance, leading them to the last Jedi. The seed of the Jedi Order lives. As long as it does, hope lives in the galaxy. I thought you would be the one to snuff it out. Alas, you're no Vader. You're just a child. In a mask. Let's go over some of that era, you know, which was so long ago, just a year ago. (laughs) (laughs) Two Star Wars movies ago. Yeah, it's an eternity. But let's go over some of the most popular ideas on who people thought Snoke could be. Let's start with the one that the most popular one, Plagueis, Darth Plagueis the Wise, which I got to admit, I subscribed to the Snoke is Plagueis theory for a long time. It makes a lot of sense. I was kind of in the same boat. Even before we knew about Snoke, I think, well, I was, I think initially when Force Awakens was announced, I thought that Maul would be a good villain. Old Maul, if we, which ultimately we did get old Maul in Rebels. So I can't be disappointed, but I always thought a, a Palpatine version of old Maul would be pretty cool. But then Plagueis makes a lot of sense because it's someone we don't, really know much about but it ties into palpatine it ties into the prequel films so it's seemed plausible it still seems plausible (laughs) even though he's snoke he still could be plagueis my thing i kept getting hung up on was i was like he's darth plagueis the wise and he was wiser than palpatine and he faked his death and i was like it's he was playing the lawn game and that's where palpatine learned it from but Darth Plagueis had an even longer game because he knew Palpatine would try and kill him. And I was like, oh, and he created Anakin and blah, 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 blah. But again, if Snoke would have stood up and explained all this. Could have just said, Ray, my friends call me Plagueis. Tell me about Skywalker. My first name is Plagueis and my last name is Outrageous. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of related to that was another theory that Snoke was Palpatine. At the time, seemed plausible. (laughs) What's funny is I feel like that kind of came up even before we knew what he looked like. There was the uh, zero with an H chance rumor a few weeks ago that 
Palpatine's coming back in episode nine. I mean, we were dead set too that Palpatine was going to come back in Rogue One probably too. I think every new Star Wars movie, they're like, Palpatine's coming back in this one. He came back in the comics. <laughs> At least in Rogue One, he was alive during that period of time. It could have maybe, you know. But then like once you saw what he looked like, it was kind of like, well, he kind of looks like Palpatine, especially in Force Awakens when we only saw him as a hologram. He kind of looked like the old school Empire Strikes Back version of the Emperor. Well, and I think that goes back too to like the like we were saying in our Dark Empire episode. I think people were really starting to buy into. Well, maybe it's a clone. Maybe Palpatine cloned himself. Maybe this is like an old deteriorating Palpatine clone. Good, 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 and he can good, good. That brings us to our next rumor. Snoke was Darth Vader, which again, this is another one that for a hot second, I almost buy it bought into. Cause if you think about it too much, it doesn't make any sense. But if you look at the picture of from Jedi with his helmet off and you look at Snoke, you're like, well, why would they go out of their way to make them look so similar? And then what was it like? Maybe his, since he turned back into Anakin as a force ghost, that the good part of him left his body, but the bad part of him was still in his body. <laughs> And it and the dark side kept him kept his body alive. And there's like Anakin and Vader are separate people now. Okay. <laughs> Come closer, child. You see, when Darth Vader was killed, <laughs> his body split into two. The light side and the dark. I am the dark side. The light the light side got the great hair. The dark side got the great eyebrows. Closer, I said. <laughs> Alright, so the next one, Snoke is Tarkin. Was that real? It was real. It was talked about. I'm glad I didn't see that one because that might have that would have been too much for me. Really? People really thought he might be Tarkin? It's all on the cheekbones. He was incinerated on the Death Star. It's getting a little far fetched. I think I I would have been you could have convinced me that he was the evil part of Darth Vader come back to life but Tarkin's a little far-fetched I think you know somebody somewhere was sitting in the theater for Last Jedi and they had like a scoreboard with all these on it <laughs> and then when they, when Snoke just got cut in half they ripped up their scoreboard it's like a bingo sheet it's like no it's not even on here my disappointment in your performance cannot be overstated uh, next one Snoke is Mace Windu hmm <laughs> Well, they're both bald. They both like gold, but that was, we didn't know he was into gold back in those days. So uh, they use the force. They're grumpy. Mace Windu said the party's over. Snoke says the party's never over. It's always time to party. Snoke is always partying. It's his favorite. When he, when Snoke like left his red room, he just turned up uh, Eddie Murphy party all the time and was dancing. Just playing throughout uh, his ship. Such spunk. This one could have almost made sense. Snoke was the Grand Inquisitor. I was on board that one for a while because Rebels came out, they had the Inquisitor, and it was like, oh, why did they pick that guy? And then even, even as far into Rebels when uh, he gets killed, right? That was... When he falls into the fire, I think even then it was like, oh, maybe he comes back as Snoke. Well, sometimes I think about those other Inquisitors. I kind of miss them. <laughs> it was a wild time. What was going on with that? 
the propeller lightsabers. Those were it's still one of my favorite parts. <laughs> I'm still sad they never made a toy that you push the button on its back and the lightsaber spins. Yeah, like a, like a fan for a hot summer day. Yeah, well, they make all the candy with fans on it. They could have made inquisitors with fans that are lightsabers. Tied on a string indeed, General Hux. Well done. <laughs> I really like this one. Snoke was the original chosen one. It's like some Matrix stuff that it was like a Plagueis experiment that he created Anakin, but Anakin was like the second version and Snoke was like the failed first version at creating a chosen one. Like a failed creation of the force. And that's why Snoke had such a hatred for the Skywalker family. Cause he's like, it, it should have been me. Your father had beautiful hair. You had beautiful hair. I don't know. That maybe could have worked, but. Still kind of stupid. <laughs> and because of that, you must die. This was a really popular one. He was Gallius Rax from the Aftermath books. The weird imperial person that rose up to power that was really mysterious and stuff that nobody talks about it at all anymore. Yeah, because that was the thing reading the Aftermath books. It seemed like, oh, this is all leading up to something. <laughs> We're going to find out some some secrets, some truths. Yeah, which I, for one, I, I really did like those books. And I think they're, like, especially some of the little mini chapters, I think, in there are some really great stuff. But I think those books will be really interesting to revisit in 10 years. Well, at least for the parts where they seem like they were leading up to something. Like, I mean, who knows? We, there might be more books coming out that kind of continue on those loose threads. And then at, it, they won't seem so kind of out there on their own like they are right now after the rebels are gone we will go to his planet and obliterate the entire island this was another one that um seemed to almost kind of make sense snoke was the son of mortis from the mortis arc in clone wars there's always going to be someone related to the mortis stuff have, have you ever watched the mortis episodes of clone wars that's what it's all about man it's the sister it's the brother it's the dad. It's the sister and the brother and the dad all at the same time. It's Mortis. There's more of them. Snoke is in the room with Ray. Come closer. Have you ever watched the Mortis episodes of Clone Wars? Remember the son? That's me. But, you know, it's plausible. Yeah, of course. I mean, Mortis episodes were some crazy wild force stuff and mysterious and bizarre. And the son was kind of evil and had a bald head. Kind of looked like the Grand Inquisitor also, so... And you were not wise enough to resist the bait. Snoke was Galen Merrick, a.k.a. Starkiller from the Force Unleashed games. There you go. Yes, Force Unleashed fans are relentless at wanting things from Force Unleashed to show up in the movies. It would have been pretty awesome, though, if it was him. And when he explained it, they showed flashbacks of of the video game in the movie. So you knew, like, oh, come closer, child. Have you ever played The Force Unleashed on PlayStation 2? That's me. Before The Force was awakened, it was unleashed. He turns the camera and winks. <laughs> so much strength. This was a really popular one. Snoke is Ezra. Still could be. There were diagrams with yeah. cartoon Ezra with CG Snokehead comparing scars. Like when Ezra got those two scars on his cheek, people were like, that's it. Figured it out. It could happen. We haven't seen what happened to Ezra yet. He went to the unknown regions. He's there. 
with Thrawn. Maybe him and Thrawn fused into one super being and they just huffed too much whale fumes and went crazy. It could be. If in episode nine, what if Snoke's family shows up riding the whales coming back for revenge? The First Order and Resistance teaming up to fight giant Snoke people riding whales in space. Sorry, that's just for me. <laughs> I'll, keep, I'll keep that to myself. Darkness rises and light to meet it. This was always a popular one. It's always going to be Snoke is Boba Fett, <laughs> which, you know, he's a clone. He's deteriorating. Maybe. No. Yeah, maybe the if you get poisoned by the Sarlacc and survive, it just makes you swell up and you end up nine feet tall with really long fingers. Come closer, child. Let me tell you how I jumped out of the Sarlacc pit. That's why he's all scarred up for being in the Sarlacc. This is one I really liked. Snoke is Jocasta New. But I think I just like that because I like the idea of Snoke actually being a lady. It was, yeah, because I want to say in the, it was in the Force Awakens book, right? Or somewhere they were talking about how they didn't actually agree on what or who Snoke was until the, towards the end, right? It was kind of a last minute decision and they were talking about it being a female for a while. Because it kind of goes back to like the, the, the emperor hologram in, in Empire. Well, wasn't a lady with chimpanzees eyes and a man's voice? So you could kind of take your pick. Is the emperor a man, a woman, or a chimpanzee? Or is he all of the above? Yeah, nobody was saying that Snoke was actually a chimpanzee. Th that's the rumor I wanted to read about. War, untamed power. Well, and lastly, Kylo Ren is Snoke. Which this is a rumor that just came back up again. No, this one is still going strong. I have a friend who keeps telling, trying to convince me that this one is true, that he's really a force projection of Kylo Ren, that he's not real, so he can't really die, so he's still around. Does this person, does they just like pop up at work? Like, kind of, yeah, because they don't work, they don't work with me anymore. So occasionally I get texts <laughs> in the middle of the night. Yeah, don't forget about the Snoke theory. <laughs> It's a crazy one. I'm okay with crazy, but I don't think I don't think anyone else is that crazy. I don't see how anyone can still think that after the last Jedi. Be a lot of work for Kylo. <laughs> Come closer, child. I'm actually Ben Solo, but I'm a force projection. It doesn't make any sense. Never mind. So we sent it out to you folks, the listeners, to send us your very best Snoke imitations in honor of Snoketoberfest. We have not listened to any of them. I don't know. I'm looking forward to this. Let's see. Let's see what folks came up with. Which one should we start with? We got one here from Jay Rollins. Let's hear what Jay Rollins' Snoke imitation is here. Hey, this is Jay Rollins from Chicago. Uh, this is uh, Snoke says a line from every single movie in chronological order. It began with Mr. Lucas. Boom the gasser, then Misa crashing into the boss's hay blipper, then Misa banish. You don't want to sell me death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. 
Anakin, you're breaking my heart. So this is Sabacc. Rebellions were built on hope. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. For the Jedi, it is time to eat as well. Yub-nub, chew-up-yub-nub, yub-nub, chew-up-nub-nub, nub I hope you like it. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Yeah, any any excuse to hear Snoke talk about his heartbreaking or Snoke eating <laughs> makes it all worthwhile. Oh, it began with Mr. Lucas. So this next one is from Sam. Let's hear Sam's Snoke. Hey, this is Sam. Hope you like my Snoke impression. All right, here we go. When I found you, I saw raw, untamed power. And beyond that, something truly special. All right, thanks. Yes. That's good. (laughs) It's like pro wrestling Snoke. That's like Snoke leaving a voice message from his car. Really, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) That's if if you check Kylo's uh, phone, it's just like twenty messages from Snoke from his car. Snoke called me again. It just keeps leaving messages. All right. This next one's from John. Let's hear John's Snoke. And now you will give me Skywalker and I will kill you with the cruelest stroke. No. Yes. Give me everything. Wow. Wow. It's got the breathing down. I also really like the bonus ray. No! And cranking the Snoke music at the end. The cruelest stroke. Where's the heavy metal band, the cruelest stroke? It's never too late. So they just do strokes covers dressed as Snoke. <laughs> In Snoke voice. Last night, she said. Okay, this next one is from Ethan. The droid we seek is aboard the Millennium Falcon in the hands of your father, Han Solo. Oh, it's nice that's I have this Force Awakens Snoke. Extra points for going way back to Force Awakens Snoke. I like it's like it's like early morning Snoke. He just woke up. He's trying to sip his coffee, but it hasn't kicked in yet. Let me finish my coffee. <laughs> Kylo Ren. <laughs> All right, this next one is from Seth. Let's check it out. What's up, gentlemen? It's your boy Bazequits, Lords of the Seth on Twitter. I got a bit of a cold. Maybe it'll help. Just want to drop my favorite line. I know you love it. <sighs> How's your wound? Ooh, that was smooth. All right. Yeah. Snoky smooth. Thank you, Seth. This next one is from Todd. Yep. Okay. Uh, go whenever you're ready. Okay. Um, hi ho. I'm Kermit the Frog. I'm reading for the part of Supreme Leader Snoke. There's been an awakening. Have you felt it? 
my worthy apprentice, son of darkness, heir apparent to Lord Vader, where there was conflict, I now sense resolve. Where there was weakness, strength. Complete your training and fulfill your destiny. You think you can turn him? Pathetic child. I cannot be betrayed. I cannot be beaten. I see his mind. I see his every intent. Yes, I see him turning the lightsaber to strike true. And now, foolish child, he ignites it and kills his true enemy. Yay! <laughs> oh, it was bound to happen. That one was very different. I like that. I think that. Yeah. Not what I expected, but sometimes just like Snoke himself, he's not what you expected. Um, this next one is from Dave, all the way from Japan. Let's check it out. Hello, Blast Points. This is Dave Hackerson in Japan, and I'm going to do my best to do a Snoke impersonation, both in English and in Japanese. So here's the English. Kylo Ren, I see you've brought me my desired sushi. The light of the white rice with the dark of the green nori to meet it. Now for the Japanese version. Kizunugai wa doda. Ah. Probably not that good, but hopefully it's what you were looking for. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. It's a little more Palpatine than Snoke, but it was still great. Snoke Tober is all over the world. It's a world party, and it's called Snoketoberfest. You can't contain Snoketober to one country, to one continent. It's always Snoketoberfest somewhere. <laughs> it's bringing people together all over the world. Oh, this next one is from Darren. You remember as uh, L337 from the solo premiere. Let's hear, what, uh, let's hear what Darren's got going on. Darkness rises and light to meet it. Short and sweet with an emphasis on the sweet. It sounded like Darren was flying in his spaceship when he recorded that, too, which is pretty awesome. Uh, when are we going to get to see what Snoke's ship that Ray stole looked like? I really I think about that every day. Yeah, that was a, that is a pretty big tease. Because sometimes I think, did it have like a giant chair to fit Snoke? And was Ray like sitting in it, like kind of small? <laughs> Yeah, why didn't why didn't we get that scene in the comic book? Oh, little Ray in a giant chair trying to fly a ship. Like is everything in Snoke's ship like kind of big and gold? Like yeah, is it like a Naboo shuttle but gold plated instead of silver plated, but with a giant seat? Okay, our last one here is from Brittany. I'm looking forward to this. I think this is going to be really good. Let's let's check this out from Brittany. Hey, Jason and Gabe, it's Brittany, and I'm just submitting my best Snoke impression. I was inspired to do it this way, watching some of those videos that were floating around a few months ago, and still kind of are, um, the throne room scene from Last Jedi, when people were editing it to add um, different current songs or old songs 
as background music to the throne room scene to make it more epic and awesome. And one of my favorites was an ABBA song added to it and got me thinking, hey, I'm pretty sure Snoke is a huge ABBA fan. He's got posters in his boudoir. He's just hardcore like that. So here is my Snoke impression singing one of his favorite ABBA songs. If you change your mind, I'm the first in line. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you let me, let me know, gonna be around. If you got no place to go, if you're feeling down. I know, it's pretty good. J.J. Abrams should uh, call me up so I can play Snoke Jr. Or at least do the voiceover. Anyway, that's what I have. It's been real fun with Snoketoberfest. And thanks, as always, keep up the good work. Bye. We saved the best for last. There's nowhere to go after that. Oh, oh, thank you, everyone, that sent in your Snoke Doberfest imitations. We love each and every one of them. So amazing. You you bring warm feelings to my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for making Snoke Doberfest everything we knew it could be. You know, and Snoketoberfest doesn't have to be just one month. You make Snoketoberfest last all year. We won't, but you can. (laughs) Yes. Keep it going. Think you can turn him, pathetic child. I cannot be betrayed. I cannot be beaten. I see his mind. I see his every intent. Yes, I see him turning the lightsaber to strike true. And now, foolish child. He ignites it and kills his true enemy. Jenner proudly presents Star Wars Electronic Battle Command, the computerized space battle game. Enemy scan on. I see you. Battle stations. Red alert. Star Wars Electronic Battle Command has computer scanners, force units, invisible shields. Fire! Three levels of play, basic, intermediate, and advanced. Ah, my TIE Fighter's hit. Hey, Dad, let's play the basic game. You always get carried away. Star Wars Electronic Battle Command from Kenner. Vanessa Marshall, I play Harrison Dulan, Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Blast Points with Jason and Gabe. May the Force be with you always. And these blast points, too accurate for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. See Snoketoberfest coming to an end, but it'll last forever in our hearts. It's like Snoke's favorite song, party all the time, though. So, but in the meantime, you should go on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called, write a little review on there so we can read yours on an upcoming show. We've got, I think, one on there 
that we need to get to, and we will in an upcoming show. And we've gotten some uh, some great emails in the last couple weeks that we're looking forward to reading on an upcoming episode too, which we will. And we always appreciate getting emails. If you want to write a little something to us that way, contact at blastpointspodcast.com. We love hearing what you folks have to say. Yeah, we like to read stuff. And when you give us stuff to read, it makes us happy because we get to read it. <laughs> and don't forget to check us out on blastpointspodcast.com, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and make sure to sign up for the Blast Point Super Chill group on Facebook where Snoketoberfest lives forever. People wearing gold robes to work, taking it to another level. You got a gold star and gold robes. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe, like we say every single week, so you don't miss any episodes coming up. But that about wraps up episode number 146 here, Snoketoberfest. Hope you had fun. I know we did. Thank you for taking a chance on us. <laughs> it's true. Snoke probably was a huge ABBA fan. Yeah, I think so. He just he, he wanted Ray to join him, not in some kind of weird dark side quest, but in just like hanging out and listening to ABBA. Like, no big deal. And really, I'm sure if you took the robe off, he had uh, another glittery jumpsuit underneath to, uh, <laughs> to sing his songs. So on that note, thank you, everyone. Again, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. May the force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the force be with you. Closer, child. Closer, I said. No!